five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to another Live Unbroken podcast. I think this is number 10 or 11. I've, I've lost track of numbers. I'm really sorry, team. It'll be on the description. <laughs> I should have done. I should have done. Before, before doing the intro, figure out which number one. Um, I have, uh, oh, I was, I was trying to think of nicknames for you two. Like, I was like, we have to have like a duo nickname. I came up with Beard and the Brook. Um, that's my new nickname for you two mentally. But I'm here with Mario and James. Um, by, I would like to say by popular demand, but it was more their popular demand than anyone else's. They're, um, they're keen, keen for host, um, some co-hosting duties on the podcast. So, um, and I'll tee this up while, while we're the three of us around the table again talking um, to you guys out there in the um, Perpetua Nation. It's all about open season. We're talking across the open today. Um, I put out a little video the other day, just kind of reasons to, to get signed, signed up, but we wanted to kind of add some context to that with like some the broader coaching opinion on the open and also I know you guys are fully armed with facts and opinions and all the reasons that you should enter the open things to look out for in the open that's the kind of message today cool yeah, yeah. so Shane Mario De Costa and Reeks I'm more conscious of my pronouncing that right yeah, now De Costa and Reeks work okay yeah better okay. Than- yeah, that's good. That's right. Cool. What did you say? Just so that you know. Yeah, the yeah. cost of Henrys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I felt like yeah. 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 Quite close. He was like, I'll, I'll allow. <laughs> yeah, because it's the way you say it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, my name's uh, Adam Giles, aka the original Gilesy, as uh, as I'm fondly reminded by my co-workers. Um, yeah. So, gents, open season. It's it's mm. upon us. Yeah. Initial thoughts. <sighs> Do it. Yeah, yeah. Do it. I've never Brilliant. Thought. We're done. We're out of here. That's the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just all the motivation that you need. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, uh, do it. But to, to be honest, and like I say, we can dig deeper into this. Uh, for me, it, when I say do it, it's... It, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not any different to anybody else in the gym, to any member. I, I have that conversation with myself, really. Mm. Um, it's just, when I look at it, it's... And I'll give you my views later on, but... There's no, I can't tell myself any more information other than that. Yeah. Just like do it, like, and it's it's as much convincing as it takes. To be honest, well, some people it doesn't, but at the end, it's just going to be a matter of you. Ten times out of ten, going, yeah, that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Uh, it's just the initial phase where you're kind of unsure. Just do it. That's a conversation I have with myself because yeah, I know sure. I. Fortunately, this is my fourth one, so I know that at the end, which every time up until now, at the end, when I've finished the five weeks, I've been like, oh, that was so amazing, I've learned so much, so glad I did that, and it would have been a shame had I not done any of those. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For I've, sure. I've never regretted doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've not completed since 2012. Um, I took a year off when I was in uh, Saudi Arabia. workouts themselves are great um, it's a great expression and kind of diagnostic of what fitness is at the moment and also the community aspect of working out with people like it really does bring people together yeah for sure and it's that kind 100%. of and having done it for that many years it's the year-on-year improvement like in the first year that I did it I didn't have double unders I didn't have muscle up so repeated the workout where they came up was repeated 
mm. the year after, got through the double unders, got muscle ups, and so it's that useful kind of um, year on year progression. Because often, other than those breakthrough moments where it's like, okay, I, I've done my first muscle up now, it's that it, it's very easy to lose sight of the actual improvements you're making. Yeah, it doesn't 100%. seem like a big deal when you put like two or five kilos on a back squat. But over the course of the year, when you look at those numbers going up year on year, it's a much better look at where you are. Okay, so we're kind of giving you some thoughts in terms of why you might want to might want to sign up. And I think um, just for every all the members that are watching and anyone who's not a member here and is either another CrossFit affiliate, I mean, you know where to come. Um, and also, if you're just kind of getting into fitness and you've seen some CrossFit and you wonder what it is, and maybe you've stumbled across our YouTube channel and you're kind of watching this podcast and you're like, oh, the Open, yeah, I've heard about that. What's it all about? We'll talk a bit more about the Open and CrossFit Open. And we have no benefit in, in selling this. We don't get commissioned on it as much as you probably think. The way that we bang on about it is purely because the three of us here and all the coaches that train here got something out of, out of the thing, right? Um, and James and Mario have just kind of like alluded to and confirmed a few of the major reasons that you should you should look at it as a great um, expression of your fitness and also a great way of giving yourself goals and testing your fitness on a, on a yearly basis an annual basis I mean I certainly speak from experience and being a completely different athlete year three for me than year one like completely different like it, almost to the point where I'm like, I don't even reckon, I look at pictures from the year one when I'm like overhead squatting 50 kilos and my arms are about to fall off. Yeah. Um, and, and just, you know, now I do that and, and, and it doesn't look like my arms are gonna fall off, I just still look like I'm struggling a little bit. <laughs> but no, seriously, I, I, you just, the improvement's vast and it's just a great way to give yourself some, some kind of recognition and a pat on the back sometimes. It's just like, shit, I never thought I'd get. And they normally repeat a workout. We'll come into like some of the, Dave Castro, CrossFit Games, CrossFit.com, isms in a, in, a, in a bit, but they normally repeat a workout, so it's always a good way for you to be like, nailed that, absolutely nailed that. Yeah, yeah it's one of the, the core tenets is observable, measurable, repeatable, mm. and so that's, that's why they always repeat the workout, and even on top of that, you, it, it sets challenges in front of you that, you know, in, in a class, you are always, well, sometimes tempted to scale a weight or to scale a movement standard. Yeah. When that hard barrier, that hard kind of bar for entry is set in front of you and you can't skip, well you can go into the scale open obviously, but when that's put in front of you, people will often get their first muscle up because they have to. There's yeah. no choice if they want to complete an RS. Yeah, for me it was, I'd, I'd done a couple of muscle ups and it was that, that year where it's like seven muscle ups at the start yeah. of the workout. And you I'd do only that done, and don't get in. Exactly, like, I'd only ever done two. I was yeah. like looking at, ah shit. Well, I managed to do, do all seven, get back to the ring to yeah. do another couple in the second round. It was like, that environment bred that for me. It's like one of my fondest CrossFit memories, having everyone, all your mates cheering you exactly. on, kind of hitting that thing and like just yeah. feel electricity through your body. Like fuck me, I'm... I'm yeah. I'm so doing, I'm flying, do you know what I mean? Like that kind of, it sounds really base level. Some people probably listen to this going, I've had my slop since I came out of the womb. But um, for, for some of us mere mortals, it's, it's, it's quite nice to get those kind of moments and those achievable moments, and I guarantee. Done, have you done anything with um, What, the new movements? Yeah, like, or just a, a revelation during a workout? Uh, I've PD'd in the open. Yeah. Um, 
I've got better at things for sure. Um, I've, I've had no revelations as such, um, to be honest. But what did you clean uh, My clean and jerk. After that. To, yeah, exactly. After an AMRAP. So that was pretty cool. Um, but exactly that, right? I, I call it the, some people call fight and fight or flight, I call yeah. it death or flight, but it's similar to what you exactly what you were saying, right? Jump out of the nest and try fly. If you, if you fly, you're good to go. If you don't fly, you hit the floor and you're, you're done. Um, but on in a positive note, that's the best opportunity, like you say. Um, and I see it year on year. It's, you see it with people who saw yourself. You, yeah. you, you'll see it this year, no doubt. Um, and it's just another, like you say, another reason for people to enter. But that's, I mean, that's a really good point of your flight, flight, or flight or death kind of um, uh, message. And, and you either you either succeed. And, and, and one thing I would say is those people like, yeah, but what happens if you die? It's like <laughs> failure is okay. Actually, embrace failure. You will only learn through not being able to do something. Like, like for me, last year was I can't handstand push up all that well. <laughs> that that fifty five. We repeated it the other day actually. That fifty five. Um, Deadlift, uh, wobble row, and then and then handstand push-up workout, and I quadrupled my score. But you know, it's, it, it, just because I couldn't handstand push-up last year, and it was like, well, what my focus is for this year? Just handstand push-up. So, yeah. Another cool message always from me is that yeah, it's you 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 probably will fail at something. Like even the most veteran of athletes get found out in some area, and it and it might be small, it might be personal, it might you watch those. Um, you watch the pros do it and they kind of you know make it look easy but i'm sure one during that workout there's some time that they're like oh my shoulders just fatigued at a level i didn't expect them to and it slowed me down and yes they finished the workout but they were expecting to do better or what have you i'm sure there's little things like that that you don't we don't get to see they definitely don't look like <laughs> <laughs> genius yeah yeah for sure and like handstand ring push-ups in the games last year like there's there always something comes up where you see people fail and that's okay because it gives you something to work on but then they all came back the next year yeah and nailed it and nailed the pegboard the same thing with especially the females in one of the first games they put ring muscle ups in mm, and he caused also yeah. very famously on, on caption on video but, like very few women could actually get over the rings mm. and everyone said oh it's you know too harsh a too harsh a standard females shouldn't be you know they should be able to scale it well they came back the next year and they all did it and so this idea that you should have an option to have an out if you put it in front of people they will achieve it yeah for it's sure as simple as that so i think there's a couple of good tips there we're talking talking about Get involved for yourself, so you learn something about yourself, you might achieve something new, and also allow you to understand what you need to work and give you a focus for the year. We've talked a couple of times about scaling, and there is a scaled version of the Open. What are your, what are your thoughts on why people, or who should do the scaled version? Because I think I've got a fairly clear idea in my head what, what, what I think the scaled, a scaled person, um, athlete looks like. But what do you think in terms of who should be scaling that? Because we've kind of just said, everyone should give the RX a go because for those reasons, what, why would you go scaled or who should go scaled? I think the first thing to note is that you can scale any of the workouts. If you enter the RX, you can essentially post a scaled score for any one of the workouts. You can mix and match. So mm -hmm. if there are one or two movement standards that are beyond you, like you, know, you can't do muscle ups, for example, still want to get a good workout in. If there is a 
if a workout comes up with muscle ups in and you do not have pull-ups and or dips, then you're not going to get your first, realistically, you're not going to get your first muscle up in that open workout. Mm. And so that then becomes somebody that is on the rings attempting a muscle up without those strength requirements, that becomes a safety issue for me in terms of their shoulder health. Yeah, I would scale that movement because realistically they can't safely get over the rings. If you've got pull-ups and ring dips and the only thing is the transition, there's a skill piece, give RX a go. Yeah. Because you never know what might happen. But we have to be realistic in our expectations. Mostly, I mean, it's it's hard to give a, a full kind of they uh, a scaled athlete has this, 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 and this because yeah. there's so much variation. Generally, in your, I, I would have done a scaled um, open in my first like six months, probably, just because of the intensity and it means that I get a better workout in reduced intensity, well, reduced load stroke movement standards, then I can increase the intensity. Yeah. But, you know, some people come in on week one that are more capable than I was in my first couple of years of CrossFit, and so it depends, but... I think that for movements that are realistically beyond you, scale that. Everything else, if it's a bit heavy, just get some exposure to going heavy in a Metcon, for example. Mm. You're capable of doing it. I hit a snatch PB 30 times in that first open. It was a snatch ladder. And I've never hit 61 kilos before. Got under it, just had, had no idea, had warmed up up to like 50, 55 and was failing. But under the harsh lights, with all of your friends around you cheering, with adrenaline going, hit it, hit it easily, and then hit it again another 29 times. Then I knew that like 70 or 75 or whatever it was was beyond me. So in terms of safety, I then stopped, I can safe, safely lift that weight. Mm. But, you know, it makes all the difference. So there are, it, it depends on the situation and the athlete, but so long as you can safely do something, do it. If it's definitely beyond you, then don't scale. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Mario. Yeah, I agree. To add? Yeah, no, I, just, I agree on the fact that it, it's so hard to basically put in brackets that this is you're scaled, you're this, you're that. I think the best mm. thing, personally, I'm not sure. I can't speak for any other gyms, but for us, the best thing would be would be if you're unsure, consult your 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 coach. As easy as that. Be like, okay, fine. What do you want from this? That's always my go-to question. It's like, why are you doing this? Okay, so for some people, it's because I wanted a bit of a challenge. For some people, it's like my coach said. So ultimately, in that situation, for anybody, my first go-to would be like, you need to enjoy yourself doing this, right? So if that means you're going to do five reps at something before you have to move to a muscle-up, and we know you can't do a muscle-up, that's going to be it's going to put you in a negative frame of mind rather than what we've actually tried to achieve from yeah. this whole thing right whereas and and i was going to dig deeper into this but probably the best quote or, or line i can't even remember where i heard it from is that like it's important to understand that this whole process is inconsequential there's no consequences to whatever happens here um, all it does is give us an opportunity to which we never do is like this is this is all your testing on paper in front of you yeah. like we could we could dig the same results out and see whether people are improving by looking at a big uh, or a broader range of that person's training log 
and then we can look at it from a year before that and we could probably figure out the exact same answers but it's very rare that we do that in such a fun setting mm. uh, which is important so for me my go-to for that person is going to be like all right we number one we need to enjoy this i need you to be come out of this open and go i want to do next year and so if that means that we need to scale this right now perfectly fine um, because next year let's just say the same workout comes up now we don't need to scale there's an improvement before we've even started yeah. so within reason but then again sometimes there's an opportunity for somebody who's potentially got five or six double unders in a row but and there's a hundred in the workout to achieve something right it's not necessarily going to hinder the funness from that workout or take away the funness you still got to finish that piece and go yeah I gave my all that challenged me this was my weakness this is how I get better but did you did you have fun? Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then I'm scaling or not scaling from there. If we can get the desired outcome, then that whichever one leads us there, perfectly fine. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think there's some some really cool tidbits to take out tack out of both of your points. I mean, for me, I think that like James said, if you, if you've been doing, if you're literally a couple of months into CrossFit and you're like, oh, I shouldn't be doing the, the open, I barely can read the whiteboard I'm still struggling with names and blah blah don't don't be put off don't honestly come along get involved do a scaled workout if you're doing base predominantly on the whiteboard it's a great opportunity for you to get involved and, and not feel like a crossfit outcast and kind of just come down and watch which you can also do if you're not if you're still unconfident competing you can just come down hang out we'll all be here we're nice guys yeah. we're, we're worth hanging out with for at least an hour um, and Sorry. Sorry. And on that note, um, I think it's exactly the same thing. If you're looking at that going, no, nah, I shouldn't be doing the open, you could equally say, well, you shouldn't be turning up and doing class. What's the difference? Apart from the fact that you're going to have maybe 30 or 40 more people cheering you on yeah. um, in a, in, with somebody there who counts your reps. I mean, you don't even have to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you could just turn yeah, up and you know, do something. Yeah, exactly. Um, and whether it just be just because it's part of your workout or not, there's yeah. no... There's no stigma, or there's not. There's no. There's there's no fear, or not. There shouldn't be anything attached to the fact that we're going to come on a Friday night with a few other people in the class, and we're going to do a workout, and then after that, we're going to eat a load of food, and we're going to shout at other people. Yeah. Like, what more do you? What more? How, I just sort of how much more convincing there is. You, know <laughs> you get to I mean? eat loads of food and shout yeah. at people. That's basically what we do for a <laughs> living. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and, and I think that the other. So yeah, I definitely think that, that scale is a great option for those people that maybe are feeling a bit nervous with some of the movements. And, and like you say, scale it as appropriately. The workout will get it, and we'll, and we'll explain this in just a second, how it's gonna work and what's gonna happen if you've never done an open and you have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Um, but yeah, you'll see the workout get released, have a look. As Mario said, speak to your coach. What do you think? Do you think I can do this? We'll, we'll be honest with you. We're not going to sugarcoat it and say, yeah, yeah, you can do it. And we're not going to try and tell you down likewise. We're going to give you a realistic expectation of what you think we think you can, you're able to achieve. Um, and we'll also talk to the other coaches as well, because that's the cool thing about this way our team works, so we can talk to other coaches and, and see in certain cases as well. The other thing I, I think that you should take into consideration, and we talk about this a lot, and Mario just really, really labelled it, is have fun with this. Like, I, again, I talk, talk a lot from personal experience because it's just the easiest way for me to get context for things, right? But last year, I was second year, feeling good, started to learn new movements, I had, I had my muscle-ups better after the year one and kind of doing that. I was like, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you, I'm really going to, you know, make the most of the open. First workout comes in, and I can't, it was the overhead walking lunges, and for the same reason I struggle with handstand push-ups, my overhead position wasn't great. 
and it destroyed me. And then that ruined, because I did so poorly in it and I was expecting to mix it up with some of the other people that beat me, workout two suffered because I put too much pressure on me. And it wasn't until week three I was like, what, what are you doing? This is just a bit of fun. You're not, you're not gonna be mixing it with the top elite guys. You were literally just doing it for a bit of a laugh right down, down the gym with your mates. Just, just have fun with it. Honestly, try not to take it too seriously. It's easy once you kind of get, you, you're drinking the Kool-Aid and you're coming every day and you're really enjoying your training and you're feeling good to over put, over put too much pressure on yourself to do well. Even if you do have fun 99% of the time when you're in the gym. I've, I've seen everyone, even the coolest cats, kind of get a bit frustrated in the workout when the double unders fail or um, they drop a barbell earlier than they expected to or their uh, chest bar pull up suddenly, suddenly fade. Just, just remember in that moment when you're starting to get stressed at yourself, you just hunt, you're just here for some fun and just try and relax and kind of go back to it. So I definitely think those are some good reasons um, to, to do the open and some good tips in terms of who's, who should be doing what and why you should be doing stuff. Let's talk a bit about the open itself and how it works. Because at this point people are like, yeah, no, no, we get, we get why to do it. We've seen the video, we've heard your chat, you told us in class at the whiteboard, we get it, we should do the open. How does it work for any newcomers to, to the open? What, like, what, what's going to happen, James? Well, on some point between Thursday night and Friday morning, so this UK is time. Thursday the 23rd Thursday of February, next Thursday. Yeah. So you wake up on Friday morning. At some point, for at least three weeks before that, and that's why I was kind of having a laugh to myself, the, the whole CrossFit community is going to follow the Dave Castro Instagram page <laughs> and try and figure out exactly what the workout is based off the, the, the cover of a Shakespearean novel that was never published in 1864 and has been dusted off and, and now all of a sudden we're doing thrusters because... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That means we're doing it's bench press and rope climbs. Great memory, man. Great memory. <laughs> yeah, it's been burnt into your brain. Like, and then, yeah. Fucking rap. Well, and, yeah, and then just... So, for those of you who don't know, if you, you can look at uh, the man who puts the workouts together his Instagram page and try and make out, yeah, make out what he... What he posts up there. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back to one him and two his Instagram because yeah. there's been some clues already, well, um, which we'll talk about. But let's let's go back to the process, then we'll come back to, to Dave Castro because I think it's quite interesting. It's kind of so, an interesting phenomenon of our sport and him in particular. Yeah. Like just exactly <laughs> what happens and why it happens it doesn't happen in any other sport. So on Friday morning, you wake up and CrossFit HQ will have announced a workout that you have from Friday morning until kind of late Monday to submit and upload a score for on games.crossfit.com. And how do they do how do they announce the workouts? They will be at a undisclosed location in the United States of America. They'll have two of the top games athletes, two or three. Um, there have been up to six I think before. Mm-hmm. Three men and three women. Yeah. Um, and they will announce the workout the athletes won't know what it is they'll have five ten minutes to warm up and prepare and they'll go head to head okay Um, then you'll complete the workout some point between well for perpetua if you're looking to get judged and get your score validated you'll come down to the gym on friday evenings from is it 530? 5.30? 5.30. 5.30 this year. And so we will take you through uh, 
workout specific warm-up will set you guys up into heats. You'll complete the workout to the best of your ability. The scores will be uploaded. You'll go up on the leaderboard. I mean, you can create custom leaderboards with your friends. You can look at what, like, the number of people. I remember Sunday nights just sitting on the leaderboard just watching my score drop further and further down on the Asia leaderboard. It's hilarious. Hang on, hang on, James. What was your what was your best CrossFit finish in the open? Uh, talk to us about talk to us about Asia. Well, I mean, you know, this was a facts-based show. Yeah. You so said come up with some facts. James McShane. Yes. Was the 171st fittest man in Asia 2013. Can look that up. We have we have we have one of the world's well one of Asia's fittest men among us. One of Asia's fittest men. Yeah. But what year was this? Circa 2013. Whoa. Good year. It was a good year. Yeah, that was before Australia was included. That's before that was the super region. Yeah. I don't know that I fare so well. Well, you'll always be 139 fittest in Asia to us, mate. Was it 39? Did I get it right? I just completely butchered that. 71st. 71st. I gave you a few places there, didn't I? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, yeah, and we're, we're going back to Friday Night Lights format here. Um, there's been some discussion like anything you're always gonna people are gonna lo love some decisions some people are gonna dislike some decisions we had it on a Saturday last year and while and actually we'll be honest with you from an organizational point of view Saturdays are a lot easier for us to manage um, um, me and Mario are here last year to, to, to do it and James has done a, a number of opens so kind of knows, knows the deal but we just all felt Friday Night Lights have just had more of an energy, more of a buzz, it's more fun and more people can normally come down to it. So that's why if you're kind of like, why are we doing it Friday? We did it Saturday last year, I really like Saturday. I think, you know, not everyone spends their entire weekend at CrossFit Gym. Some people actually want to go do stuff. Um, certainly one weekend in five. Whereas Fridays, people tend to be around a bit more. So apologies if it doesn't fit with your schedule. We try our best to make to cater to everyone, but this will literally give us, we think, the best um, event possible. And we're trying to do a few new things with the Open as well. I'll talk about kind of one thing that I've been working on um, with with a video series, um, and yeah, we've got some other stuff. I know Alexis has been working really hard with a few bars to kind of come up with some some new vendors to come down. So we're really trying to build on it. And if you've got any good ideas about open, the open for next year, start planting the seed with us now. Like, if, especially if this is your first open, you kind of do it. You're like, it'd be great if we did this. Bring it to us. We'll we'll definitely try and make it happen. We're, we're always looking for new ideas. It's just you know we kind of want to make this a great event for you. As much as as much as ourselves, because we really enjoy doing the open. Like I, I think, like you, you've got a glimpse into the fact that we've all got something out of it, yeah. and that's why we generally want to try and put back into it because we really, really enjoy it. Um, yeah. So they're going to announce the workouts, as you say. Um, video. I can tell you the first one. They've, they've posted the first three in terms of who's going to be doing it. So the first one we get the two. I think there's workouts. Was that when? <laughs> no. In terms of who's going to do them and where they're going to do it. So the first one we have the two fittest men in Canada. Uh, Brent Bukowski and Patrick Vellner are going to be doing it in Montreal, Quebec, believe it or not. So they'll be they'll be doing the first one, 17.1, which is on, as I said, 23rd at 5 p.m. Um, Pacific time. So if you want to tune in for that one, they've really, they've announced the the first three. I won't go through all of them just because you can have a look on Instagram. They're all on there. Um, but yeah, so the first one will be pretty interesting to see um, Battle of the Canadians, who both surprised a lot of people at the games last year. So it'll be probably quite a cool one to watch. Um, They'll announce it, then we'll talk about it, we'll, we'll kind of post some stuff on social media, talk about what we're going to do, put it on the Perfection Nation page. Um, 
what we're going to try and do, Mary, you can kind of talk us through through the logistics a bit on the day, is we're going to try and have like a, a briefing area and a warm-up area and then kind of have the competition floor area. So talk us through thoughts on that. Um, so, well, the, um, the, the proceedings for the evening will be exactly that, to be honest. We um, will start off with similar to how a class would run. Uh, the logistics are hard to kind of give exact details, as you guys know, just for those of you who don't know, because of the fact that we don't know what it could be. It could be an eight-minute workout, it could be a 20-minute workout, so obviously the timings of that um, vary, but we'll start off with going through um, at the board, as we normally do per, before a class, going through what the workout is, going through all the various options, so what the scale option is and, and what the RX option is, and from there, lead them into a workout specific warm-up um, where we will then obviously make sure everybody's following timings uh, getting specifically warm for that workout um, just because of what we find is that if we leave it to somebody's own sort of doing you, they don't necessarily get the best out of what's going to prepare them for that workout which can hinder the result that they get and so on and so forth so mm. We'll then run them through a similar to a class structure where we do that warm-up, we do some specific movements geared towards that and then we will go obviously onto the competition floor, uh, not, not really that word, but the dance floor. Uh, we'll, <laughs> then, we'll then switch it up to the dance floor, turn some music on and, and everybody will have a judge. And that judge will be responsible for counting reps and ultimately just making sure movement standards are equal um, and on points and then from there you get a score and um, head over and get some food and chill out and support the rest of the people so um, logistically it's we'll run pretty smoothly we'll have heat times going uh, people put down their names obviously some people come later some people come earlier um, and we'll run everybody through that process so just depending on the time we'll run the board leg piece and then a warm-up specific piece and then just flip them off onto the onto the other side and go from there Cool. Yeah, sounds good. And um, we're we'll be around. We're going to try and judge as much as we can as well, because I know it's, it's a bit nerve-wracking kind of judging if you've not done it before, especially when someone's kind of like got got the got the eye of the tiger and is looking to PB a workout. You're kind of like, no, no rep. I think that's a no rep. Yeah. I should probably. I'm going to let them have it. Um, so we'll try and do as much judging. Not as me, mate. <laughs> I'm not letting anyone have anything. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's going to be like. <laughs> is anyone is anyone hit free to judge? Mario's free. Is there anyone else? <laughs> man, I can see I can see a no rep from from next door through the wall, man. Smell from around the corner, can't you? Man? Some people smell coffee. Mario smells no reps. Um, yeah, cool. So, as you both as we've all mentioned, that we, we've done some fact finding. We've been talking, looking at, at the open as kind of a, as a as a long piece. Mario kind of looked at the numbers in terms of how many people because. The opens of the, and CrossFit is a really cool sport in the fact that like the the way I like it was like golf. Golf's a good good track, like kind of um, mirrored sport because it's purely individual. You don't you're kind of not playing against someone as in I have to hit the ball to them and they have to hit it back or, or something like that. It's like going and playing a round of golf on the same golf course with every pro in the world and being able to look, have a look at your score versus them. Sorry, we have a car alarm going off. Apologies if that pick, that's picking up weight, it's picking up on the microphone, so apologies for that in the background, we are, we are in a working cross the gym which happens to be on next to a busy street, so apologies for that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, um, it's unlike any other sport in the fact that you can just throw down against the elite of the elite and spoil yourself against anyone else in the world that does it, which is, which is awesome. Um, and it's just grown in popularity, like the games, if you don't know, this has been going on for about 10 years, uh, well actually 11 years this year. 
Um, and oh, no, 10th. 10th year, 2007, oh, 2017. The first games, though, was officially that, that yeah, one. That's why they moved it back to the ranch last year. Yeah. Oh, was that 10th? Yeah, yeah. Oh. But yeah, you're right in terms of having like the for, the, a similar oh, format that we have now. Okay. It's, it's, this is the 10th year in terms of like the, the way they do regionals or having a pre-competition to the actual main show. Um, I believe so. Yeah, the, the, the opens just grown year on year. As more people get into CrossFit and CrossFit gyms get bigger across the world, and more people un, like hear about CrossFit and kind of get involved, the numbers have grown. And you kind of did some digging in terms of in terms of the numbers, right? Yeah. So I I, I had a look at um, the last five years or so. Just there's one year which was 2015, which I'm not sure of on the numbers, but. I'll read through the numbers and actually the, the reason why and we were talking percentages or uh, whatever, whatever, however you want to phrase that, but we were talking about the actual volume of people um, and this ties into to whether you should do it or not really because having a look at the volume of people who enter the Open versus the, the, the amount of people who make it or potentially could have made it to the final stages mm. you'll realize actually how big the gap is and actually what this whole open thing's for yeah. and you'll realize that actually for 98 percent of the population this whole thing is is actually for health and fitness for everybody else yeah. although the end goal is to find the fittest person in the world that's only a very small percentage of people who are doing it so for example let's, we can read through them and it gets bigger and bigger so 2011 was 26,000 people um, who signed up for the Open. The next year uh, was, so 2012 was 69,000. Uh, in 2013, it grew, there was 138,000. 138, um, then the, what was that, 13? So 14 was two th uh, 209,000. Um, and then 2015, I, I might be wrong, but I think it was about 282. Um, 282,000 people. Oh, 62, man. And that was just off the top of my head, man. It's not bad. You're that, normally pretty yeah, good with the old yeah. stats, Mazza. You're normally pretty um, good with the old stats. And then, and then trust, had, old, trust old McShane to come in there and yeah, correct you, though, yeah, on camera. But, yeah, yeah. If, if we went together in this, <laughs> that would, none of this would be possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, then, and then last year, 324. Um, so, that's, so, yeah. that's, that's almost 300,000 people additional from first year to the last to the most recent yeah, year which in is five years bonkers yeah. and and then we look at and then we break it down do you have the percentages of that so like we break it down to which we spoke a little bit more about it earlier myself and james because we we're talking about the numbers the numbers can be skewed a little bit purely because there's only what 40 people in terms of in that category there's a bit more mm -hmm. that go to the games of don't quote me on these numbers but there's so many different categories and there's like 20 or 10 in each subcategory and then there's 40 in the main. Yeah. Um, and so let's just say 100 of each, 100 males, 100 females uh, going to the games, which is 200 out of 324,000. Yeah. Um, but then you can obviously trace that back a step and you can have a look at the regionals, which was a step before that. And you can, you can argue about the people, because I always tell people this as well, that in, in uh, professional CrossFit in, at elite level, mm. there's also massive divides. Like the level yeah. to go from just being an average or a good CrossFitter in the gym to actually making it to regionals is massive. The difference between those two people is a lot, yeah. a lot. People don't understand that. It's not just like, oh, I have a chance. There's only a select few people who can, maybe 50 or 60, who have a legitimate chance 
of, or maybe that number can be pushed a little bit for Europe because it's slightly bigger, but a legitimate chance of going to regionals. And then from there, out of those 40 or 30 from, from Europe and 10 from Africa, which makes the Meridian regionals, there's only about 10 people who actually have a chance of that one in five spot yeah. in order to go to the games. And that gap between those five people who qualify and the other 35 in the field is massive then again. Yeah, well even it, at, at so, the games, yeah. like I was there last year watching like the top top three yeah. males and females versus the bottom three. Yeah, exactly that. It's, it's yeah. massive, like yeah. no, no disrespect to anyone that yeah. goes there is 100%. a phenomenal athlete. Like, you know, they come in here, they win multiple workouts, like, yeah. um, but just just the difference between Matt Theresa or Captain David's daughter and, and, and the 50th person in, oh. that, in that field is, yeah. is, is enormous, it's yeah. frightening. Yeah. Um, as overall fitness, again, they like you got someone like Sam Lansing, for instance, who I think came, you know, he, he wasn't at the bottom, but he was, certainly wasn't at the top of the pack, but that deadlift workout, he absolutely ballistic, like smashed it apart. No one was getting close to him, but you know, all around fitness, Matt Fraser just tore it apart last year. Mm. And you're gonna see that throughout it. It's, 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 it is quite, it's quite scary when you see someone dominate on top of the top, right? yeah. like the elite of the elite. It's like yeah. just phenomenal fitness. Yeah. So. And, and, and so then, like I say, when we look at that perspective and we break it down like that, which is maybe, um, I'm not gonna, it might ruin people's dreams or whatever <laughs> it may be, but um, ultimately when we look at that what, that, what the comfort that I find in that being a coach of uh, a load of people in this gym and myself as well, yeah. is that like, to be honest, if, if we realize that 99% of the people doing this stuff are doing the open or doing it for fun, it's like if that's not as much of a motivator for anyone else to do it, it's like you're missing the point. This is not, yes, the goal is to find those people, that's the end goal, but the open is actually just a step before that, where, or two steps before that, where it's just, this is for the people. Yeah. yeah. This is for you guys. This is like, this is not for that process that just so yeah. it happens to aid to that process, but this is for you guys. Otherwise, what would be the point? Like, why would, if, if there was no other point to this and it wasn't fun and it was inconsequential, we wouldn't be entering. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. realistically, like, are we going to go to regionals? I, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a few yeah. people at this gym that, that, that have a shout, shout at that. And um, certainly with, with the new category coming in, 35 39, I know there's one particular individual who's quite excited about the Open this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, it's just like, even doing friendly competitions, I've shied away from at times just because it's about having fun um, doing fitness. Sometimes comp competitions are like that, but if it gets too serious, it, it, for me, it takes it takes away why I really do this. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, uh, and I completely agree with that. James, James, James going to ring the numbers. Yeah. So, just to give people an idea, in 2000, it was funny when you said I don't have numbers for 2015. That's the only year that I do have numbers for, which is why. Dream team. Dream, Dream team. <laughs> Straight away. So in 2015, 0.2% um, of men competing in the Open went to regionals. That's not even before that's dimmed out to the games. And 0.3% of women. And that's, and that's people who actually signed up to the Open as well. That's, yeah, that's not yeah. even like the entire CrossFit community. Not There's really. a lot of people that I know that have never done an Open. Yeah. Just come here because they like to get a sweat that's on. people that... Look, those are the people that signed up. Um, of the males, the average at regionals level was a 2.23 fram time, which is 21.59 thrusters and 
That's uh, that's pretty solid score there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Helen, so three rounds, four hundred meter run, um, twenty-one kettlebell swings, twelve pull-ups, seven forty-one, and the average grace time, thirty corner jerks at sixty-one kilos, is one minute and forty-four seconds. Um, they're four hundred. <laughs> The average. That's not the best. That's that the is best. the average. That's the average. Yeah. You know. um, and their 400 meter track um, all up 400 is one minute six seconds. Wow. Which is absolutely uh, Max set of unbroken kipping pull-ups. 57 at, on average. It's crazy. I mean, and this is what th- two years ago. Sorry. Yeah. Two years ago, this is what you needed. Now, I mean, I can't. I don't even want to know what the numbers have gone to because we've seen. You look at, you know, obviously we can't. Me and Mary can have this debate for for a long time about current fit, fittest man and last year's fittest man on earth versus obviously Froning. But like, you take the the the, the top guys from two, 2015. You, we know that their fitness now is better. It's improved. Okay. We know that they all got fitter. You can just look at what, what they put through. You look at open scores, you look at repeat scores. They're smashing workouts now that they used to have. So we know that these numbers have improved. So if you're thinking, yeah, yeah, but I bet they haven't got much quicker. They have. They're ridiculous now, even more so. Um, just to give women an idea of what they would need to get to regionals, a 257 Fran, 839 Helen, 202 Grace, and a 109 400 meter. Um, the average unbroken set of kicking pull-ups is 42. All the numbers in terms of the lifts are in pounds. Okay. Nice thing to fly, but the average snatch for a male was 256 pounds. The average clean jerk was 318. The average back squat was 431, and the average deadlift was 409. If you're sat near a computer or a phone and you have access to Google, just type in yeah, just type in the com- little converter and do, do that for you. But um, yeah, they're pretty beastly scores. Yeah, for the females, the snatch was uh, 161 pounds, clean jerk 203, back squat 272, deadlift 321. Um, so yeah, that those I are. Can, I can beat the women at deadlift. Does that is that good? Is that, that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even there, that's outrageous. Yeah, we're, we're talking about some pretty fit people, um, and this isn't to discourage anyone to come kind of say like, you ain't you ain't you ain't getting there. Don't bother. This is just to say, be realistic with your training goals and be realistic, realistic what you want out of the open. Like this is all about um, giving you an understanding of how how elite the elite are and how much we, we the cool thing of being able to just be on the same leaderboard as these people and kind of test yourself. I think more often than not the people that have unrealistic expectations are really good at a thing. Right? Like mm. you might have a 500 pound deadlift, what is that like 270, 280? Uh, it's actually, it's a bit le- less than that actually. Oh is it? Yeah, yeah, just because it's, it's, it's something I've been working towards. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's 227. Okay, so 227. Kilos. You might have a 227 deadlift. Yeah. Do you have a 227 kilo deadlift and a 227 frame? Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. a 227. Exactly. <laughs> like, can you run around a like? Can you run around a track in one minute and fucking four seconds or whatever? 
no James I can't yeah like that's the that's the difference is it's that work capacity mm. across all of those things like being good at one of those things might make you think oh yeah what's good as a games athlete but yeah then so you're trying to say I'm not going to three things I mean yeah that's what I'm well, mate, you were, you could, that, you were, you that were. is that that is what I'm saying. That's not to say that you're not a good athlete. That's okay. I know, I know what you're saying. Got <laughs> to sugarcoat it now. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think ultimately, <laughs> what we take away from all of those daunting numbers is the fact that that's one percent of people who do the open. Yeah. And we're the ninety-nine percent. So, should we? We should be doing the open. Yeah, hundred percent. It's made. Hundred yeah. percent of your ninety-nine percent. Yeah. All the percent. Yeah, it's made. Yeah, for I, I fully agree. It's made for us. Yeah, definitely. It and really it, is. It's it's just fun with your mates. Like it's it's like I used to I used to BMX. I used to I still snowboard. Like I'm not I'm not going to the X Games, people. I'm not when I go down a mountain. I'm not pulling a 1080 like cork back uh, backside 1080 cork or anything like that. I'm, I'm literally just hanging out with my friends, going for a beer, snowboarding down a mountain because it's fun. But I think it's that shared experience as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't imagine being as good as Dave Mirror. Yeah. Right? You can't imagine it, those like high skill. I, if I started playing tennis now, I can't imagine being as good as somebody like Roger Federer. When I get to the end of an open workout that I'm capable of, like let's say thrusters and burpees over the bar, mm. at the end of that workout, my time might not be as good as somebody like Froning or Fraser, but I have had the exact same experience over that 8 or 12 or 20 minutes yeah, or whatever it is. I feel exactly the same as they do at the end of that workout. Rubbish. Yeah, like really, <laughs> really bad. Happy but rubbish. Yeah. But you can't imagine being like an Olympian. You can't imagine being that skillful or that, you know. Yeah, you, you don't I, get I the opportunity to, to go to the Olympics. Exactly. You do but get an opportunity to do the CrossFit Open. You do get some feeling of what it's like to be mm. as good as those guys. Yeah, definitely. And you're not, I mean, like, we can throw all the kind of sporting analogies. You're not going to score, you know, drop goal in, in a rugby World Cup. You're not going to score a penalty in the Football World Cup. You're not going to be do these things, but you are going to be able to do these workouts after watching the, the really fit guys and girls. And, and there's so much social media, and like, we're, we're privileged with, with CrossFit to have, like, quite a good social community as well. You get loads of Instagram. And the other thing that I was saying, and, and there's, there's two lads in the gym, two Mario's members that are, are going to be really good fun to watch through this as well is find a friend and have a bit of a friendly competition with them not like don't take it to a crazy level but have some fr friendly banter and we've got Ollie and Tristan who um, one thing I've been working on is actually we're going to be doing a video spotlight series on, on, on four athletes um, one of them Susanna um, we've got the two two lads who are going to be we're going to be documenting their rivalry, Tristan and Ollie. As if there wasn't enough pressure on them already. I know, <laughs> I know, they're, I know. they're in it for a bit of fun. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. I, I'm, I'm still I'm still lobbying that we should get t-shirts made. Yeah. So if, if anyone wants to do that, any of the members like have a good line. Like team into, Tristan and Team Ollie. Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> With hashtags and the whole thing. Like, hashtag Team Ollie. Hashtag Team Tristan. <laughs> Uh, I'm putting it out there, so if, if any of you know how to do this, if any of you got a line into making t-shirts or anything like that, let's get this done. Let's get this done. We'll, That's we'll, amazing. We'll just donate, like, we'll all spend a five or whatever we need to do to get these t-shirts made up, and I think it'll be a good, good laugh. Um, and then we've got Daniel McCarroll from the from the comp team. We're going to follow him as well, because it's kind of his first open, I believe. Sorry, Daniel, you've done no, before. No, second. Second. Yeah, I think he's done, he did one last year. Okay, cool. Um, but, you know, he's he's 
just leaps and bounds every time I work out with a guy he's got better so he's going to be really exciting to watch in the open as well just start watching throw down is going to be fun so we're going to, we're going to document all of that um, and put out video series so there should be a video every every week about those guys so look out for that I think that's going to be good fun um, but yeah like Tristan and Ali are going to be great examples to everyone just how to have a bit of friendly banter with your mate during the open both first open so yeah it's going to be cool yeah. and, and they've been they've been smashing it in class recently and like how long they're both about six months six to eight months yeah yeah and they've just been I mean like I know I know Ollie's been like I think Tristan might beat me so come on Ollie we need we need I want to see some top top level banter from you about, about this but um, Tristan has been flying in class um, so he's one to watch out for as well from, from someone who's doing their first open. It's a good example. That, like, during the open as well, I find personally, and I'm sure a lot of people are the same, I find that by the end of the five weeks, I'm in a much better, I'm never as healthy over the course of the year as I am at the end of the open because it informs all of my other decisions. Like it informs my diet, for example. Yeah. Like it, at other times of the year, it doesn't really matter If I'm carrying an extra couple of kilos, that makes a massive difference to how muscle ups feel for me. So I'm mm. going to have a slightly cleaner diet because I know that it's actually going to matter. Yeah, for sure. Over those five weeks. Yeah. I'll get more sleep. I'll, you know, I'm... You'll be sober. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Don't push it too uh, far, Giles. Yeah. I mean, come on. I can't quit everything. Champagne Sunday. <laughs> Champagne's anabolic. They yeah. Don't, they don't tell you that. At, at sports science school, they're trying to keep it a secret because they can't. It doesn't show up on drug tests. Okay, you heard it here first. Try, yeah. try. Yeah, yeah. Get, get a bit of champagne on Sunday <laughs> for active recovery day. Yeah. Champagne, champagne Sh at brunch. Yeah. Social yeah. fitness. Social fitness. Yeah. Well, we know a lot about that. Hey, mate. Your Lululemon photo shoots. We have a celebrity among us. Mm. If you head over to Lululemon UK, you'll see this fine bearded gentleman on the on the homepage. That's what. Uh, at Lululemon UK on Instagram. There you go. There you go. <laughs> a bit of a plug for Lulu there. We have a few uh, few members of the gym that, that work for the company. So um, so big up to Lululemon. We always uh, enjoy. Well, our kit is Lululemon as well, so we always enjoy wearing your stuff and yeah. and uh, training your training your peeps. But and yeah, getting photographed by by you apparently as well now. I mean, yeah. I'm glad you made the mic because uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. So the fans can see you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. There were. I'm serious, they work in family. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Just from my <laughs> immediate well, family. Just his mother. <laughs> you have such a pretty face, James, so you need to show it off more. <laughs> Unconditional. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, yeah, we've talked quite a lot about reasons to do the Open, what's going to happen during the Open. Um, I. I I kind of think that to, to finish it off, we we should probably talk about what we're trying to get out of it for ourselves, like why we're doing the open. Like we've obviously mentioned it a bit, just to have fun, throw down with our friends, that kind of stuff. But is there anything in particular you guys are like? This this is why I'm doing the open this year. Bar muscle ups. Bar muscle ups. Yeah, I fucked it last year. <laughs> I, I never thought I, I was like, nah, they they won't come up in the open. I have ring muscle ups, so I'm just gonna keep working. I I basically did everything that I tell members not to do yeah i i hated them because i was terrible at them. so you avoided them and I, then i avoided them because you know there's people around and i see that i'm bad at bar myself 
guess what? If you're bad at something and you don't do it, you don't get any better at it. Overhead walking lunges for me, team. Just a just a little bit of good coaching, mate. Just a couple of couple of little cues. Cues from the brew. Um, so yeah, um, that's my goal for for this year is a bit of bar muscle retribution, but also just. Yeah, edit that bit out. I didn't have anything there. No, yeah. well, we're living in. Sorry, yeah. sorry, mate. We can't, we yeah. can't, we can't Photoshop everything out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get my people. <laughs> James, we're changing PR team. We're gonna be furious. <laughs> um, Mazza, what about you, mate? Uh, to be honest, I, 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 just to do it like um, for me, it's more about the ex- this year. Especially, it's just more about the experience of being able to do it with my members. Um, obviously push myself for sure uh, it's something that I might I'd say I'd say my training doesn't very often go to that place yeah. uh, that's just me personally but um, so the open gives me that opportunity to really kind of test where how, how deep I can go um, so give my all and but ultimately like I said for for us, it's the, for me, it's the same thing. I speak from experience, like you say, because that's the only that's the easiest thing to kind of uh, put out there. But uh, I I signed up just because without even needing a reason. I was like, this is one. This is something I do. This is something mm-hmm. I always enjoy. This is something I always learn from. And so whether it highlights whether I'm not at the right place I was last year or whatever, or I still improve. Even without, like I say, it's just going to lay it out for me. It's going to show me exactly where I'm at, and just to enjoy the Friday night lights, enjoy people being around, doing a workout, pushing it, and taking it from there. Uh, I'd do it this year for everyone, really, just for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> do it for the fans. If you're a fan of Mario, you know what to do. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you, mate. Like. The, Last year I was kind of coaching part time in the open. I was kind of, you know, I was apprenticing under Aussie. I was still kind of, still kind of green, so I didn't really have any members. Yeah. So this year it's going to be cool, kind of actually being like, you know, a coach and having members go through it and kind of working with them on on that kind of stuff. So yeah, it'll be fun for me to work with people through the open and it not just be about kind of how my open's going, which yeah. it has been traditionally. Um, and training's feeling pretty good actually at the moment. Like I feel like like I do every year. Like I'm in the best shape I've ever been in. Um, I think that happens year on year. Most 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 people will probably have a similar thing unless you've had a had an injury or a setback or something. Then you're not Yeah. Um, so so training's been good. I'm just kind of looking forward to to actually having a workout come out, and it just it's just fun. It's just like such a cool time to be a CrossFit. It's like the, my favorite time of year to be a CrossFit because like the community goes bonkers for it. It's like you get the update shows, you get everything. Like it's just it's just fun. People get their first thing on Instagram. Um, it's just it's just a fun time to, to kind of be around. So, what one do you want for freedom? Ooh, I, I that's an interesting. One. I probably I don't. I, although I'm better at them, I still don't want to do fucking overhead walking lunges. I hate them so much. Like I'm better at them, but I'm still I'm still they still I still struggle for me. So in a way, it'd probably be good if that came out so I could actually test that. But at the same time, I'd quite like to do the handstand push-up workout again. We did it the other day, and I definitely did a much better score. So I, I'd be. Re- Keen to do that one again, um, uh, on a comp- like kind of style competition style floor. What have you guys? Uh, well, I don't know. Um, 
I know which ones I probably wouldn't like to do. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, actually a repeat of the uh, previous, which was the thrusters and the burpees. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, just hated that. Um, it's disgusting workout. I mean, yeah. I, I quite, in a weird way, I don't mind it because it's like, you can, everyone can do the thing and most of the time you can go pretty fast and you probably beat your time, but you're, yeah, it's, it's one of those typical workouts where, like you say, everyone comes off after that workout feeling exactly yeah. the same and it's and terrible the difference between doing okay and doing well in that workout is just your willingness to suffer yeah, yeah. That, that's it you've got to, go, got to go to a pretty dark place to do well in that one yeah yeah I would to be honest I wouldn't be surprised if it was a repeat from the year before maybe the clean and jerk one uh, I actually think potentially cool. the, the one with the clean and jerk at the end so that had what toes to bar yeah. deadlifts yeah. and uh, no toes to bar deadlifts and power snatch Oh yeah, uh, and for ten minutes or something, yeah, and then no, had no. the five minutes or whatever clean oh, and jerk. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, well, part of me thinks that it's going to be a few years ago, 2013 snatch ladder, okay, squat snatch ladder, and burpees. Yeah, I think the snatch bar muscle up workout simply because the number of people that didn't have bar muscle ups, they'll be it'll be good for their social media to say, yeah, definitely this number of people posted a, a zero. I'd quite like to do that one. Um, yeah. I, ju I just kind of nailed my bar muscle at the time, so I got an alright score, but they've kind of improved a lot. I'd, I'd actually really like to do the um, the one I talked about where I, um, in my first open, where I, the ring muscle up, seven ring muscle up, um, yeah. I see it, uh, yeah, walls and double that. unders. Yeah, I'd like to redo that, because yeah. um, just because I, I think that'd be a ridiculous improvement in score for me, just personally, as a, as a selfish reason. <laughs> Um, it'd be pretty fun to, to have another crack at that. But again, this is this exact discussion is kind of one of the cool things about the Open. Oh, which one did you do? Yeah, which workouts do you like? Like yeah. blah blah. blah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a nice. It's a nice. And then when you beat a score, it's like oh my god! It's one of the if you're if you're two or three years into CrossFit and you're not doing the Open because you're kind of like I've done it before. Blah blah. You're gonna miss out on something like this. You're gonna miss out on on beating a score and having that improvement, have, being able to like measure your fitness and also just. We all get a warm, fuzzy feeling when we do better in life. Be it, you know, something small, like, I don't know, making someone happy to, like, on a daily basis or whatever, or beating scores or whatever it is. I'm kind of pulling things out of my butt now, but, you know, we all feel good about ourselves when we do better in life, and it's quite an easy way to be like, oh, I definitely did better than, than last year or the year before, three years ago, whatever. That first year I was back, I wasn't in London for the first workout yeah and there was nowhere that I could do it so I missed out on summer and for those four weeks afterwards I was you know hanging around doing the workouts etc but I just didn't have any motivation to push it yeah because I hadn't going through the motions so you weren't yeah it's not it's not the same if you feel like oh, I'm gonna come by and do the workouts but I'm not gonna enter you're, you're missing out on a significant extrinsic motivation to really push yourself and do well because right. uh, being around people that are fully invested in it, it's not the same. Yeah, don't 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 have FOMO. That's what I'm saying. That's um, exactly. <laughs> the um, we we kind of like graze everyone thing when he's come out to him. That's at the Dave Castro. Um, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> for two reasons. Firstly, because it will give us an indication of what one of the workouts might be. We'll talk yeah. about it in a second. It won't. It won't. Yeah, <laughs> it will be. Indi he will post indecipherable clues. Yeah, 
We actually everybody's just gone out and bought dumbbells. Fuck all. <laughs> he, he, he had a partnership with Rogan. You see that? They were like, oh, we haven't hit our target yet, and we've got one month to do so. And he was like, ha, oh, I want to see this. Get dumbbells at twenty-two and a half. Well, what do you think they're going to lack in the gym? Yeah, twenty-two and a half. Right, cool. We'll get those then. Oh, have you seen these dumbbells? They're fully adjustable. Get them. Never mind the fact that you have to buy the plates for them as well. So yeah. what Mario's talking about is two weeks ago, Dave, at, at the Dave Castro. Hi, Dave. If you if you somehow stumble across this, um, one amazing, two. Time. Well, of course, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll hit him up, but you know, he probably won't watch it. Yeah. If he does, <laughs> and and, 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 and if he does, we've made it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we'll get we'll get some surreptitious post. Um, if so, yeah, Dave, if you if you're watching, hi. Um, Dave, uh, the Dave Castro, um, feel free to tweet him uh, or, or, or comment on this Instagram and tag him in it. Uh, he, um, he posted a picture of some dumbbells, some 22 and a half and some 15 kilo dumbbells with uh, in chalk on a, on, a, on a slate floor written, you have been warned and then a, and then a smiley face, um, which is nice, um, which everyone alluded to as Mario said. Everyone came to the same conclusion that shit. There are going to be a dumb. There's going to be a dumbbell workout in the open, which there has never been. Am I right in saying there's never been a dumbbell workout in the open, right? Um, and they tend to do a first, like bar muscle ups last year. There was ring muscle ups a couple of, like the year before. Handstand pushups. Handstand pushups. We're talking about triple unders potentially. Rowing. Yeah, row, <laughs> rowing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they tend to do a first, a first thing. When we're talking about triple unders and, and some other things that have kind of been on the periphery for a little while but dumbbell something dumbbell related is, is, is probably quite likely actually um just because no, they've, they've said that they are in crossfit games as opposed to yeah you will need them yeah yeah and i mean there, there will be a dumbbell yeah and and the next and then same day crossfit.com crossfit um youtube posted a overhead dumbbell lunge video yeah i'm not gonna lie i've done that uh, with 22 and a half kilo dumbbells that is not the same as doing a 45 kilo barbell overhead walking lunge mm. at all. Yeah, the stability, it, like, is completely Seriously. different. We did them. We yeah. we did them the other week um, yeah. in our training, and yeah. um, <laughs> melted me. I couldn't even. Uh, 22 and a half. I could. Yeah. I was struggling with tens. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be extremely surprised if that was the the piece. Yeah. This, I mean, this is one that I think obviously is going to come up. Because of the fact that they've gone out and said everybody buy it, some of his other clues, which we talk, we spoke about earlier, they've been a little bit. I mean, we've seen a we've seen the handgun or a pistol about five hundred times, and we've never seen a pistol in the open. So, yeah. um, but with his clues, but anyway, and the some grapes, of them can be quite vague as well. Yeah, yeah. Some of them can be very. Wasn't vague. one of them like a fire hydrant or something? Yeah, like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we haven't done any fire hydrants, well, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> A yeah. video of himself swimming, and, and when hold, holding his breath, the, or yeah, yeah, like yeah. when asked in the show afterwards, saying, <laughs> "Oh, what did that swimming clue mean?" He's like, "Oh, because you know, swimming gets you really out of breath. You've got to hold your breath, and so you'll be breathless, like this workout. <laughs> like, so it could literally have been any workout." Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't read too much into. But they, 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 they generally can tend to be quite, quite good fun, just to kind of like. I mean, it's, 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 good, it's good talking point. Yeah. So what is interesting is the movement standards that they often introduce as well. Yeah, so yeah, what I'd be true. interested in is, you know, things like handstand push-ups. If you are the type of person that tends to go really wide in your handstand push-ups, the movement standards...
standard of measuring your max reach and then going from there, that wide grip mm. or that, that wide hand placement isn't going to cut it in the same way that... Um, yeah, it caught me out. If a pistol comes up and you have to have your heel on the ground, for example, that's going to catch a few people out. Yeah, and so it's, what, what it does do is it sets a very rigorous movement standard that you then know, okay, well, that's what I have to meet. And it gives you something to work towards. Yeah, like, true. Well, muscle ups last year, like you were saying before, reasons to enter, it will give you a focus for your training yeah. for the next year. Yeah, definitely. There will be things that you're not good at that you can improve. Like, just look at it as an opportunity to identify your weaknesses and get on them. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So, um, we talked a bit about the Dave Castro and his, his, his dumbbell post. What, what movement do you think it's going to be? If, 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 like, let's have a little pr- prediction. I, I'm personally uh, either thrusters or snatch, dumbbell snatch. Okay. Uh, I, I, think, I think doing a, a squat, dumbbell squat snatch, I feel is probably a, a step too far for a lot of people. Um, yeah. And equally being the overhead lunges, kind of being a step too far for a lot of people. Uh, for, so it would be, it, it would be harsh. I think yeah. if they put, I wouldn't be surprised, but it would be harsh if they put any of those two. It would be just James. Um, I think snatches are the most likely, just in terms of um, judging standards. Yeah. Um, dot com has posted single arm overhead walking lunges, which again I've tried out, and it's a lot less difficult yeah so it's a lot more manageable at that weight i wouldn't be surprised if that was in it again just to kind of highlight that they've been posting a lot about how you know dumbbells are much better in terms of training stability and shoulder and stuff like that so i wouldn't be surprised if single arm overhead walking lunges were in it but i'd say snatches are, are the most likely yeah um I'm going to go off piece. I reckon dumbbell clusters or man makers. Man makers? Yeah. What would the judging standard be for your man maker? Well, the rows should be fairly fairly easy on the standards. Single arm right, single arm right, chest to the floor, and then and then it's just about squat clean. Or squat cluster, basically. There are yeah, I think the row is quite hard. Yeah, the row. It's going to be a hard work because, I, I mean, what's the range of motion on that? Um, what's what's that versus that? Does it touch your shoulder? Doesn't it? I, I think it'll be hard. Yeah, true. Uh, um, it could it could be burpees, burpee box overs with the weights. We've seen that at Invitational. Yeah. Um, That's for for mortals. <laughs> that, uh, like, at that weight, yeah. stepping stepping down, yeah. off of a, stepping down off of a box with with that kind it's of weight. Pretty gnarly. Well, I mean, it's pretty knee injury causing. <laughs> Yeah, very true. Um, so there's some insight. We're going to get a load of open gym requests. Can I come in and practice um, single arm overhead lunge work with a dumbbell, please? Um, yeah, exactly. Um, I, what, I would, what I would recommend if, if you're listening to this and you're starting to panic that you haven't done any dumbbell work, we haven't put yourself in the programming. So just have a look at Train Heroic. Make sure you turn up to the days where there's dumbbell work. Like we've done a lot of dumbbell snatch work recently. Um, so just come and experience that. You'll, you'll 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 get a lot out of it just from a stability point of view, and also Based work like suckers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ready. Yeah, exactly. And work on a lot of shoulder stability stuff. You don't necessarily need to get a dumbbell and start pacing up and down the the, the gym with over your head. Actually, just doing some IYTs and being 
getting you know working on some some of that sh- shoulder stability stuff will really aid you in the open much more than trying to do the movement with a, uh, badly with a with a weight. So um, just just a bit of a bit of advice from me would be don't start stressing about oh crap there might be some new movements that I haven't haven't had a load of exposure to. It'll be the same for all of us. Yeah. But just work on work on that fundamental mobility stability. Um, and strengthening piece, which you can do anyway, even at home. IYTs don't need any space, really. So you can you can work on that in your own time. Don't don't panic about needing to go and get out, run out and buy a set of dumbbells. But if you do, please bring them into the gym, just because we could do a few more. <laughs> if you've got any, if you've got any twenty-two and a half and fifteen kilo dumbbells at home, yeah, chuck them, chuck them, chuck them our way. We could probably use them. Um, lads, we've we, we've talked for just over an hour. Thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Um, hopefully. The gang out there have got a bit more insight and a bit more gusto. What about your regular questions, your end of podcast questions? My end of podcast questions. Well, we, we're seasoned vets. We know <laughs> what to expect here. <laughs> we we did them last time. Yeah. I thought we just use all the time for the open. Yeah. Well, you could do that. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's your podcast for now. <laughs> for now. For now. Um. Next time you'll be asking. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it. So, uh, let me put a question out there. Sure. Purely because like he's already taken. No, nah, just because I no, just because <laughs> just because I know I know what uh, I know what your answer is, Jalzy, and uh, I know. So then it's not not really a question, is it? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, but I just want to kind of see where, so James, where James sits on the fence. So, okay. Okay. So, so top male, top female CrossFit athlete doesn't need to be winner, loser. Can be just favorite. My favorite. Yeah. Top male, top female in the world. Oh. Um, mine's been fairly vocal and documented on this actually, but um, Matt Fraser, I'm just a big fan of his. I think he's a cool, cool, cool lad. Like goes out there and smashes the tactical workouts. Like I quite <coughs> like that, that, that energy. And then Sarah Sigmund's daughter, kind of the same reason really. I just watch like I, I like watching people with with intensity and energy kind of go out there and attack workouts, and mm. just because it appeals to kind of how I train, yeah. <laughs> try and do yeah. the same thing where I can, and most of the time end up eating dirt. But um, I quite like that that aspect of training, so maybe in my top two. Um, my top female, like of all time, would be Julia Couchet. Um, she's always represented consistency and just a broad range of mm-hmm. ability. Like, she moves really, really well. Her movement quality is always of the highest standard. Um, and she's always podiumed. Like, there have been other people above and below her, but she's always been consistent in her like second and third, like she never quite reached the top of the podium. Um, having spoken to Chris Hinshaw when he was at the Reebok store in Covent Garden, he was convinced that if she hadn't uh, blown her Achilles, that she would have won it. Like the yeah. class, it was too great. And she was always right there, like she was as strong as she ever was. Um, yeah, that was pretty tough yeah. to watch as well, just because you knew she was retiring. Like, yeah. She'd been very vocal about that. And so, yeah, she's always, but also that, you know, she's studying medicine, she's going to be a doctor, she's just a very, she's a great role model. Yeah. Um, in terms of the males, it, it's difficult for me, it's a toss up between um, Chris Spieler and Matt Chan. Again, old school. Both. Old school, they're going to be, well, 35 to 39 category now, they're back. Yeah. I, I'm a, I like the Spieler, he's, like he's, the, a, he's a good lad. Yeah, and he, he also represents like, never say die attitude, he's, yeah. a, he's a much smaller athlete. Yeah. compared to the rest of the field but he always gave it everything always made it like to regionals and then to the games like never let anything hold him back but also they both just got a great attitude of they just get better and better year on year and they're 
happy to just be continually progressing. The fact that they're continually prog progressing to the games is one thing, but they don't really excel in any one thing. They just push up their entire work capacity across everything a little bit every year. Yeah, and that's for sure. what for me that that's key. I thought you'd be a Lucas Parker fan, right? You know, <laughs> beard brothers stick together you and all that stuff. You didn't ask me who my CrossFit spirit out. So that's <laughs> that's different. <laughs> the polar bear and Lucas Parker. <laughs> what about you, Mazza? Actually, no, we haven't got time for that. Um, <laughs> Mario's. Well, to be honest, at least we, this is probably the first time myself and Darcy have ever agreed upon anything. And uh, that would be Sarah, which yeah. is my favourite female, and then there is only one Rich Froning. Uh, <laughs> there is. Um, so, yeah, those would be my. More because of just. Uh, he's done some amazing shit, but yeah. I, I just like his approach to and, and method. I think for me, his method was far ahead of anyone at that time. Yeah. as well which now everybody's realized shit if we want to be that good we've got to be efficient we've got to move well we've got to know how to pace we've no, got for to sure. he changed the game was, yeah yeah he, like, sure. he came yeah. into the crossfit scene and like almost won his first yeah. year like only just because he went yeah. a bit reckless on that final workout that he, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> and then everyone went he's practiced those rope climbs he's like yeah. Yeah. it was nothing to do with rope climbs you Thanks, idiot yeah, yeah exactly um but yeah i mean you know i give Mario a hard time just because he's a big he's a big fan of riches um, and obviously I'm a big fan of Matt's and there's the whole whole who's fitter debate but um, yeah he's like without him like CrossFit wouldn't from a competitive standpoint wouldn't be really where it is I mean like the dominance that guy displays just going to team competition and winning, winning it two years in a row or something it's like just ridiculous the aura he has around around the CrossFit game um, so yeah some mad props to that guy I think everyone we've mentioned just just incredible athletes and, and and kind of do do some really cool things to entertain people like you know especially speeder as well like just herculean efforts in crossfit games he's just got a ton of them in his back catalog like you watch this year if you watch any of the update shows and he's doing the 30, 35 39 year old guarantee they'll start rolling out the, the b-roll tape of him just kind of like doing snatches you never thought he'd be able to do and kind of winning like you know competing in events and podiuming and all this kind of stuff that just just a hero really um, so yeah, some cool athletes involved. Um, lastly, just to finish off, we have about, I think, 45 people signed up for the Open at the moment. There's nearly 300 people in this gym. So there is a ton of more spaces to, for us to kind of get people in Friday Night Lights. And if you're sit, listening to the podcast and you're sat on the fence, just sign up. You do pay $20, $20 which is, I think, probably, <laughs> unfortunately, closer to £20 than we'd like it to be these days with the exchange rate. Yeah, 20 bucks. I'm pretty sure one of our best bits is don't say no, that. No, it's always been, I think since I've entered, it's always been 20. Yeah, same. Yeah. Maybe it was the Asian market. I mean, it's, a, it's like I say, it's not even a round of drinks on a Friday night. Yeah, and exactly. here we now are saving you five Friday nights. So, yeah. Um, also, quid also, huh? yeah. I mean, you're, you're prob that. you probably spent the same amount of on, on stance socks, though. Yeah, come on. I mean, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I quite like a pair of stance socks, <laughs> man. It's nothing wrong with a bit of comfort. I mean, all, when you're, when all, you're uh, uh, I don't, I'm not endorsed by these guys, but you, you buy a pair of Reebok shoes, you get free entry. Yeah, this, which is, is which that is up till now, is it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah up yeah, until yeah. the open, like, yeah. I think it was a week of the open. Can, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you can, yeah, I think so, but yeah. Yeah, Mario, Mario's a fan of a few things yeah. from Reebok. You, you is, is, is also Mario then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should all mention our food sponsors as well. <laughs> uh, 
but um, seriously, it, honestly, or seriously, if you listen to this and you haven't signed up, just sign up. Just get it done. Like, yeah. it'll be the, the the thing about the the front line in the open is it's so much more fun when all everyone's involved. Have you, have you signed up? I have actually. Yeah, I signed up today. Is that true? Yeah, I show me the fucking email. <laughs> just before the podcast, he's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna save myself. <laughs> sure. Exactly. Show me the email. I'm on. I'm on. Fly, I'm on to show you oh, afterwards. That's so good. Have you signed up? No, but I'm honest about it. I'm gonna do it. I'm definitely doing it. But I wouldn't lie about having done it. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Putting it out there. Have you you've used your free entry? Yeah, mate. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. He was, was signed up as soon as it opened. He yeah. was like, got the email no, notification, bought the shoes. Yeah, I sent them an email tag, asking when they were going to open registration. <laughs> tag tag Reebok in the post as well. I'm going to buy a pair of those shoes. Might as well. Just because. Yeah, of, might just, as well. Yeah, Mario's endorsement. Yeah. 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 Should make him an ambassador. They they genuinely should make Mario an ambassador. It's ridiculous how much he loves Reebok. He does love Reebok. Yeah, an awful lot. Um, I mean. Um, Lula Lemon lose James and, and their adverts and he doesn't, he doesn't wear their stuff. He's wearing Nike right now. That's I mean, not true at all. This is all Lula Lemon. I know. I'm only teasing. Yeah. I'm only teasing. Just balancing it. <laughs> <laughs> right, team. Um, yeah. We've um, we've we've still managed to get Game of Thrones in a podcast. The long-running joke still stands. Thank you very much, James, for bringing your mug along. Um, if you don't recognise the mug, you're a mug. Um, we and that's it. We're signing off. Anything? Any final words? Nice work. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you must be able to get rid of that clipping. I can hear the clipping in my headphones. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my very best. Apologies for the noise. We've, the trains have been slightly. Are the trains louder today? They, I don't remember this last time. <laughs> they are normally that loud, but yeah, they have been pretty bad. So. Yeah. Well, I got fucking shit last time for the level, oh, so I thought I'd turn you both yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. You leveled us all. Off mm, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um, <laughs> We'll, um, we'll be glad to have you back on again soon. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I'm just going to edit all the... All, all your good bits are out. Yeah, we... You're the producer now. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to swear anymore on, on, on the podcast and be the lower the tone. You'll be holding the camera soon. <laughs> thumbs up from the other side. <laughs> Unbelievable chat. Unbelievable chat. Well, on, uh, the, on that note, thanks, lads. I yeah. always enjoy, enjoy talking to you. We're done. Cheers, Thank you very man. much. Um, CrossFit get open starts on the 24th, um, 5.30pm. It's a Friday. Friday Night Lights, first one for us. Get the shoes, get signed up. Get Reebok, uh, get Mario Reebok deal Reebok. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Pete, team. Peace. Cheers,